What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnuts. We're recording this live Saturday, March 19th, 2022, over on twitch.tv slash the Whatnuts. This is episode 112. Coming up on today's show, Silent Hill's coming back, Kyle's gone, and Alan forgot to be here again. Um... So it's just me and Ignacio. My name is Gino Viteri, and I'm joined by Ignacio Rojas. What's up, Ignacio? Doing good. How are you? I got a little shaken up because I didn't write again on coming up on today's show. I didn't write in there again. God damn it, Gino. Um, so oh, yeah, I, I already to... have Alan and Kyle dropping the ball. Now I don't need yeah. you also dropping the ball today. So I had to look through real quick. I saw the first thing I saw, and then I just came up with the rest. Um, but we How the hell did I drop right the ball? Shut up, disembodied boys. <laughs> You're not supposed to be here, dude. <laughs> you said you had to take a shit, man. Um, I'm moving. I have to pack. I, there's so much stuff to do. I have to multitask. Yeah, 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 100%. 100%. So, so we were talking before we started recording here. Um, I was telling Ignacio that I was having Taco Bell, right? Yep. Um, so I just want to reiterate again to you. What that means is, which is why I was telling you that, Ignacio, is that at any moment, I might have to really go to the bathroom. (laughs) So we're going to try to maybe blast through Uh, this or something. At some point, Kyle might have to take over. And when I go to the bathroom, it's not. It's not scoot it and shoot it. You know what I mean? Shoot it and scoot it. You know what I mean? It's more like, let's be there. I'm going to use my phone because I got to be there, you know, for a little bit. So, so talk it's about a Baja be... blast if you know what I mean. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, so yeah. So we'll see what happens. I had, I had a chicken quesadilla, yeah, and three little burrito wraps. For, How little? They were, they were, they were probably like, like this big, maybe. Huh? Oh, yeah. This big. Oh, yeah. the size of my palm, maybe for for audio. Oh, yeah. Size of my palm. I got a pretty regular sized pump, uh, but they were extremely good. They were extremely good. So, okay, good. Uh, yeah. So I am full, but maybe I might get the little shits, you know, the Taco Bell shits later. So, so I got guess it. we'll see what I happens. I guess we'll see what happens. What um, will happen? What'd you say? We'll so anyway, um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Alan's not here uh, because Alan's. Let's be honest, guys, and I think we all know this from a year and a half of listening to him. That guy's a fool. Let's be honest here. He forgets, you know, he forgets things and he, he can't defend himself here. So I'm going to rail him, right? I'm going to, I'm going to rail him real hard. Um, he forgets. He, uh, um, uh, says I got to work and I got to do this. And, oh, I already planned something. And it's just, you know what I mean? Alan is not a gamer, right? He yeah. just plays games that he hates. Because he wants to hear that little <laughs> pop up come up on the screen, like all little trophy hunters, dude. No matter how bad the game is, he's gonna finish it because he wants he all those problem, trophies. Got a little he bit of a problem serious, there, though. you know. Got a little bit of a problem there. Yeah. So also, I don't know what what Go. kind of person. Yeah, what kind of person just. It's a day that you're supposed to record the podcast that you record. Yeah. every week. Yeah, and what kind of person just? somehow forgets 
that they are supposed to record that day. Happened, what hey, happened, I cannot think. I cannot. It, it, I cannot. It happened to me once, so I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? It happened to me once, so I understand it happening once. But twice? Now something's going on here, you know what I mean? You gotta be some some kind of fool for that to happen. Um, but wh- what was I gonna say? So, so we don't know what he's doing. Um, oh yeah, and then the last time he forgot, he was like, don't we record at 549? A specific time. Such a specific time, dude. Who does that? <laughs> Freaking Alan, dude. What a what a guy, dude. What a guy. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Um, so we don't know what he's doing, but apparently he made plans because he thought we we canceled this podcast for some reason. Yeah. So somehow he when Kyle started talking about us doing the If anything, it's Kyle's fault, yeah. Yeah, if we're being honest, yeah. Pretty sure, pretty honest with you. Because Kyle started talking about doing the fantasy draft. Which I don't know why we're doing every single month. I feel like we did it two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, apparently Alan took that as we're not doing Mm -hmm. the podcast. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I feel like we could wait on the fantasy draft a little bit longer. Yeah. Maybe like, like if I have to go bid on something. Ones that really wanted to check in on this every month. That was mainly Uh, me. No, nope, mainly I, me. I'll I say said, it. I I'll said we it. should do it once every quarter. I'll, I'll say it. It was me. It was me that said every month. Um, Ignacio was against that. Um, and then we ended up on, we could check in every month. Whoever doesn't have to, doesn't have to join. But I feel like none of us, maybe at one point, none of us have to do anything some months. So, so I feel like, uh, uh, play that by ear. We'll play that by ear, of course. Um, but anyway, uh, Ignacio. Yep. Why don't we get into what we've been playing here? We could do it. Let's do it. All right. So I have here Elden Ring 2. And I said Elden Ring 2. I said that for a very specific reason. I said that because I started playing Uh, Tunic. Tunic. Oh, not the game that I was thinking of. I yeah. thought you were going to talk about Stranger of Paradise. Oh, <laughs> no. I, well, I did try that one as well. I guess I could talk about it. Um, but I tried, so I tried Tunic and I tried Stranger of Paradise. Both games that you can compare to, obviously, a Souls kind of game, right? Because mm-hmm. um, Tunic, uh, more akin to, you know, Legend of Zelda kind of game. Mm-hmm. Uh, very similar to, what's that one that came out recently for the Switch? The top, the the isometric view one. Link's Awakening? Link's Awakening, that one. Um, it's like that. It looks very much like that. Uh, but it's, you know, it has that, that sort of aspect of you're gathering this gold and when you die, you lose the gold and you got to go pick up it, pick it up again or whatever stuff like that. Same thing as like losing souls and stuff like that. Um, but this game, <clears throat> and the way it, the way it gives you instructions is through an actual instruction manual that you find pieces of throughout the in the world. Yeah. And it's in a different language. So you go off the small words that are in English and the pictures. So you kind of learn how to play the game through those instruction manuals, uh, which I think is uh, uh, pretty cool. I think it's pretty neat, a uh, little, little difficult. Uh, pretty pretty difficult, but this game does have those settings where uh, you could go invisible or, or 
waste no stamina or god mode or whatever stuff like that so that's cool if it ever gets extremely hard um then i'll end up doing that but it's it's a it is it is a little difficult but it's it's good enough you know it's 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 fun it's cool it's a cute little world nice little music uh it's a cute it's a cute game it's a cute game to play so yeah. it's definitely recommended if it's on if you have game pass it's on game pass mm-hmm. um which they didn't say until it came out so that's I cool. could have sworn they had said because i i before the game came out, I would have sworn that the game was coming out in Game Pass. Uh, I thought game it was too, but then everyone was always saying they never confirmed that it was coming to Game Pass. So I was like, oh, I guess not then. Um, mm-hmm. But it did. Day one came to Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pretty cool game. It's definitely worth a try. If you, if you, if you are playing Elden Ring and you want a break from Elden Ring to go to something that's like Elden Ring, um, then definitely try Tunic. Uh, and uh, I also played a little bit of Stranger of Paradise, right? Uh, which is another Elden Ring like a game, but also you could change the difficulty to make it easy. Uh, so, so already a plus there because I like easy. Um, but uh, um, Stranger of Paradise is extremely cringy. Like it's so funny. It's so incredibly funny how intense these guys are. Like they are. I I renamed them. Their names are Jack, Jed, and. What's the other guy's name? Ash. Jack, Jed, and Ash. <laughs> Sorry. Jack, Jed, and Ash. Bunch of freaking bozos, right? Doesn't that sound like a bunch of bozos, dude? So I named them Chad, JC, and Will. Because um, I felt like that matched. <laughs> you think those are better? <laughs> I felt like that matched better. Um, but yeah, that game's super cringy. Uh, and the gameplay is pretty PS3-like, you know what I mean? Uh, it sure looks like that ps3 kind of looking game uh but like i feel like not as a compliment to it because when you think of kena which felt like a ps2 game right mm. it it was very in a in a complimentary kind of way with kena where this feels like this good kind of ps2 game that we used to love back then um and obviously it looks beautiful but um stranger of paradise just looks and, and plays like that 100 percent. like came out in the PS3 era, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and very cringy, very cringy. So definitely wait for a sell for that one. If, if I were to say anything about it, okay. uh, but yeah, and I've been playing Elden Ring too. I, I I feel like that's all you have here, Ignacio. So is that all you've been playing as well? Yeah, that's all I've been playing all week. Uh, so any new thoughts on it? How do you feel about it still? I'm still enjoying it very uh-huh. a lot. I'm. 58 hours into the game mm-hmm. and it still has a thing where every time that i go into the game or most times that i go into the game i go i don't know what i'm gonna do here so i don't know if i'm i'm gonna be entertained mm-hmm. this, this playthrough and then four or five hours will pass and i i just cannot put it down yeah because there is always something to do in the game you can always even if you do not know where to go, wherever you go, that's a choice mm-hmm. that you can that you can take, and you can easily spend so many hours in the game. My only problem has been with this one boss that I'm fighting right now, which is the the fire giant, yeah, which has been kicking my ass for over two hours, Oof. and so Oof. yeah, I, and. 
the good thing with Elden Ring is that you, for the most part, you can circumvent certain enemies. Even if you, for example, there's a lot of dragons scattered around the world that even if, that whenever I try to fight them, I end up getting killed. So getting up to this one boss, there was the one dragon there. He kicked my ass once and I just, for the next one, I just kept running forward uh, without ever in- yeah. uh, fighting the dragon. And so that's one thing that you can do. But for this one boss, it's this one path that you need to get to the next boss that I want to fight. And I have to beat it. I had to beat the, the boss. Yeah. Yeah. In order to advance. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm in that problem where I keep going and going and going. And I feel like I'm gonna I feel like this is one. This is the time that I'm gonna beat him. And some bullshit happens where he smashes me with a shield that I didn't see coming, or mm-hmm. I'm one thing that I don't like about the game is that when you are doing a special attack, you are locked to it you cannot stop in the middle of it so sometimes i'll do my my special attack on my of my sword that is uh beam and Ooh. so i'll do that and all of a sudden the fire giant will start this one attack which creates fire all around you and if the fire hits you you die instantly at least for my case it takes away all of my life and so if i'm doing that attack and then all of a sudden he starts doing his attack. I'm screwed because I cannot do anything about it. Or then there's his other attack, which is kind of like fire meteors that he shoots, where at the, f- at the first stage, it, it is one, so I can block it, and I'll be fine. It takes away minimal damage. Or I can try to dodge it, and even if I fail, I, I'm still alive. I can still mm-hmm. heal myself. But for the second stage, it is two of those meteors, so if I dodge and I fail... The second one will kill me. If I dodge it, the second one will get me and it will kill me. And if I block it, the second one will kill me <laughs> again. And it's, it's tough now because your build specifically, the one that you have, they nerfed in the new patch. Yeah, they nerfed so it. So you do even less damage now. And that's what I yeah. was. I was running that as like my secondary weapon. Um, and they nerfed that. So I kind of got to the point in the game where it's like, I want to just see the credits now. I want to see yeah. the credits and then maybe go back and just do other stuff after that. I'm at that um, point too. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit ahead of the fire giant. The next area is freaking hard as shit. Uh, even harder than that. So um, good luck with that. But uh, yeah. uh, I'm past that and, and I'm almost, I think I'm, I'm at the last boss. I just haven't played it yet. Cause I am nice. scared. Uh, so I guess we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm at the yeah. point where uh, it's a great game. I, I think it'll be probably one of my, depending on what comes out this year, uh, one of my games of the year. Um, but uh, I do want to see the end of it. And uh, a lot of a lot of stuff, uh, th- there's so much stuff that I just haven't seen in that game yet. And that I know that I probably will never see. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, yeah, still good game. Still good. Game. Again, I'm nice. 58 hours in, so I've loved the game for all the 58 hours. But it has yeah. been 58 hours, so I at one point I want to move on to the next game. Exactly. So yeah, I'm also at the point where I want to have more credits. Exactly, and I haven't even finished Horizon yet. I gotta finish Horizon, dude. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I finished it before. I should probably. Give me the children. 
That's probably you can it. go without it. It is relatively short. It, it took me like eight hours. Shit. Okay. Yeah. I should do that then. Bop it down to easy and then golden path it. You know what I mean? All right. I think Ooh. I did bump it down to easy. There you uh, go. I did it. I don't remember if it was too easy or the one below that one. And at one point I was like, I should be getting some challenge out of this. I, I should be getting some enjoyment, some enjoyment out of this. So I'm going to pump uh-huh. it uh, a bit higher. Yeah. Um, but okay, is that, is that is what you got to say about Elden Ring? Good. Yeah, that's uh-huh. a pretty good game. Sounds good. So that is all we've been playing, my friends. Let's move on to a little bit of housekeeping. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. I would like to give a shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier and above. Sam, thank you so much for all that you do. You are the reason that Kyle's able to move to a better home. So there you go. Please, uh, Sam, you. may I have some more? <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for that. And um, uh, hold on, Kyle, you don't say yes. nothing right now. Don't say nothing right now. Let me look through here. The review show here real quick. Um, look at Gino doing his job see. for once. Um, wow. so, so we got some uh, reactions uh, coming up for uh, Miss Marvel. The trailer for Miss Marvel. Is that up on the web? On the, That's on already YouTube out. Yet? Yeah. That's up? Okay. Because I don't see it posted here. I just see it. Um, oh, well, you don't post them here. You post the captain's logs only. Um, but So we got reactions for uh, Miss Marvel there. And um, that's up on the re- reactor core. So go check that out. Miss Marvel looks pretty incredible. Um, I'm seeing a lot of writing here, dude, in the captain's log. I'm not... Dude, just I'm not go into the looking at. Okay, patron only. Uh, no, wait, that's patron only. That's just, just go to the YouTube channel. <laughs> All the stuff that's out is on the homepage. Uh, oh, I didn't go to the YouTube channel. I went yeah, to the so, Discord. That, yeah. So <laughs> the review show has a Black Swan review. Up. Okay, okay. So if you're sell it to of, me, uh, sell it to me, sell it to me. Sell it to me. Me or Ignacio? No, Ignacio. Ignacio's talking. Tell it to me. If you're a, a fan of, uh, why am I blanking on her name? Uh, uh, Naomi, 
Natalie Portman. Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. <laughs> if you're a fan of Natalie Portman, for sure. Check that one out. Also, if you're a fan of all things Marvel, Miss Marvel, the trailer reaction is up on the YouTube channel. So give that one a, give that one a shot. Uh, it was a very good trailer. So definitely got me excited for the show. And I think that's it for... Check out our YouTube oh, shorts too. Check out our YouTube shorts. Yeah, we got some YouTube, YouTube shorts. A uh, little review of uh, um, a little talking about a review of uh, Black Swan, Trek to Yomi. Um, happy tenth birthday to Doritos Locos Tacos, actually, um, which Kyle just told me about uh, a few uh, about an hour ago. So uh, we got some YouTube shorts there. So check those out, my friends. Check out the YouTube shorts mm-hmm. um, and TikTok. I assume they go up on TikTok as well. Yeah, they do. So please yep. check that out. Okay. And uh, anything specific that you want to say? Anything, Kyle, that you want to add, actually? Or no? Uh, yeah, so it? this week on the review show, we are watching Godzilla, the original. Godzilla! Godzilla! Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah, uh, I wanted to bring some more kaiju content onto that show. So we're starting with uh, the, the big old lizard himself. So Which one are you watching? The original, nineteen. Oh, the the first one. Horror. Yeah. Oh wow. Excellent, excellent, excellent. All right, my friends. Then that is it for housekeeping. Let's move on to the news of the week. Uh, like I said, Ignacio, take it away. Did you say it before? Yeah, I did. I did say that. Oh, yeah. Uh, first news story, we have the Hogwarts Legacy state of play that took place this Thursday. Hogwarts Legacy is a game that was revealed a while ago, a couple of years ago, and we haven't hadn't seen anything out of the game, other than the trailer. So we finally got some gameplay of the game. We now know more about it. So first up, some general setting for the game. It's taking place on the late 1800s. You are a fifth year student that just got into Hogwarts. So you are a new student there. So because of that, because of the fifth year, you are there to, you are basically trying to catch up with the other five years there. So they showed that you can go around Hogwarts, you can explore Hogwarts while also you can attend classes they showed uh the potions classes herbology and some other classes i think is defense no defense wouldn't be a class there's defense against arts but they showed a class where they taught you how to fight and you had duels with with other people so you got Hogwarts. then the overall story of the game is that there's going to be a goblin rebellion going on so Apparently, you are kind of like this important kid that has some special abilities that no one has seen before. So because of that, you will be teaming up with uh, this one professor and unraveling what's going on with the Goblin Rebellion that's also been fueled by this dark research. So you have to unravel what's going on there. So they showed, or they, they gave you a, a general premise of the game, but also they showed a lot of what is going to be going on in the game. Like I said, you get to explore Hogwarts. They show quite a bit of it, uh, your typical settings that you would see. But also you, they showed places that you hadn't seen in, in other 
pieces of, of Harry Potter media. And one of the good things that they talked about is that it's not only going to be Hogwarts that you will be exploring, but also you get Hogsmeade, which is the town that's next to Hogwarts that uh, students get to go to. But also they show that you'll be able to explore the land where Hogwarts is. So you'll get to explore the what's beyond Hogwarts there. So it is kind of like an open world game. I don't, we don't know exactly how this is going to work, but it looked like an open world game. You'll be able to use your broom to move around it. So that's one of the things that got me worried because it's, the game is being developed by Avalanche. One of the Avalanches, not the one that you're thinking of, but the other one that's been developing a licensed game. So this game seemed a bit too ambitious, seeing the track record of the studio. Uh, it, because they showed a lot of locales. They, again, they showed like an open world outside of Hogwarts. They also seem to imply that Hogwarts itself will also be very, very open. There's a lot to explore in Hogwarts. Secret places, puzzles to solve, all that stuff. So they showed a lot. So I'm a bit worried about how well they'll be able to do it. Because the size of the game seems pretty big. And they also showed gameplay, which, Kyle, I don't know if you've been showing the gameplay, but... Yep, uh, yep. I've been playing it here. When I first saw it, I wasn't very sure of, it, of the gameplay because you have to remember that these are people fighting with wands and spells, so at first glance, it is a bit difficult to make it look interesting. The movies had that problem. At, at the, uh, you eventually end up having people just shooting it like a, like a gun. But... For what we saw in the gameplay, the more that I saw, the more that I saw it sold me on, on it. Because yeah. you have your typical spells that are basically your, your basic damage spells, but they also show different kinds of spells. Like you have the, the one that you can attract people to you, you can leave them up in the air, you have fire spells, you have shields. That's one of the and other things that they showed. Spells and stuff Sales like that. spells, too. yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that they showed is that you will have your typical dodge and parry uh, for, uh, in the game. You have a defensive spell, you can dodge. So there's a lot that they showed. Also, again, to the, they showed a lot. You can also find the magical creatures scattered all around the world. Yeah, you can save, and you will have these, uh, like, your own personal space. Like, kind of like a farm, let's call it, where you'll be able to grow or raise the magical creatures. You'll also be able to brew potions that you'll be able to take into the game. And again, going back to the creatures, you will also be able to use certain creatures to help you. They showed a mandrake, which if you know from the, from the movies, the mandrakes, once you take them out, they, they scream very loudly. So you'll be able to use that to stun enemies. So they showed a lot. And I gotta say, I'm pretty excited. Leaving to the side the whole elephant in the room with, with Harry Potter right now, leaving all that behind, just focusing on the game that they are making. As a fan of Harry Potter and as someone who throughout his whole life has played almost all Harry Potter games, this looks like the Harry Potter game that I've wanted. This seems like the most perfect Harry Potter game that you can make. The most truthful game. Yeah, I'm looks, uh, a bit worried how how the mm -hmm. how they'll execute, 
but from what they seen did what they showed i'm very excited yeah yeah it, 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 it impressed me a lot I, I i do have to say my my first thought when they showed it and it was like and here is hog so i was like ooh, that looks bad i was like that does not look good at all uh, but then they they started to show things, yeah, inside the the, the school, around it. Here's Hogsmeade. Here's this. Here's what the spells lo- look like. And I was like, this actually looks really cool. Like this looks, I I'm kind of interested in this. And Harry Potter's something I like, but it's it's not it's not my favorite by far. Um, I've read the books once. And that was it. So I like I'm I'm interested to see what this game is and what it. Yeah, if they can deliver on all of that stuff. And if possible, I would like to support the developers of the game because I know they are not uh, JK Rowling. uh, And in regards to her uh, fuck JK Rowling and her transphobia. So. I, I I don't want to support it because of that, because I know that she will get money from this somehow, some way. So I haven't really fully dealt with my thoughts on if I'm going to get this yet, but I'm of two minds. So, yeah, that's uh, uh you guys already touched up on it. But if you do want to uh, know more about everything, there's a good article on GameSpot. Um, uh, J.K. Rowling's anti-transgender stance and Hogwarts legacy, um, which is written by Jesse Earl here on Gamespot, that talks about everything she said and and all uh, the implications of of all that stuff. Um, but obviously, of course, uh, you know, buying the game doesn't make you a bad person or anything like that. If you just um, <clears throat> if you just want to play the game and whatever and all that stuff, but there it is. It does support J.K. Rowling, which is. Which is a hard thing that to to um think about. Uh so of course at your own discretion you could play that game however or whatever you want. So And also yeah. before uh, before I forget one big thing that they announced is that the game is coming out this year, holiday twenty twenty two. Yeah. So okay. hopefully they can stick to it. I am a bit worried because one, they were big, same holiday 2022, but also this is the first time that we're seeing the game, that we're seeing gameplay. I think the game was revealed on 2020 when when we got the, the PS5 revealed. I think that's when the game got revealed. And since then, we haven't seen anything. Again, the game is super ambish, ambitious. So mm-hmm. hopefully they can stick to holiday 2022. But... I'm a bit skeptical as to whether or not they can. Okay, cool. All right, so let's move on to number two here. We got Silent Hill amid reboot rumors. Konami renews the trademark for Silent Hill here. So uh, this comes from IGN over over on IGN, Ryan Dinsdale wrote here. Uh, Konami has renewed its Silent Hill trademark amid ongoing rumors that a reboot is on the way. As reported by Video Games Chronicle, Reddit user Long John Silver 
Notice the updated trademark, which came alongside renewals for Frogger, Gradius, the Water Margin, and Tokimeki Memorial. The Silent Hill trademark covers games, virtual reality headsets, and a number of other goods and services. Though this isn't particularly unusual, as Konami still sells a variety of Silent Hill merchandise. Ignacio, are we ever going to get a Silent Hill game? Dude, another week, another Silent Hill rumor, am I right? Yeah. I, I'm sure we'll see it. Uh, everyone thinks now about Silent Hill as a Kojima game, which that isn't true. Uh, only that's, because the, the, last, the last canceled game was supposed to be a Kojima game. Mm-hmm. But there has been a lot of a lot more Silent Hill apart from that whole reboot that they wanted to do with Kojima and his people. I'm sure that they'll do it at one point. That being said, that would mean Konami making a game for once, mm-hmm. other than uh, Pro- Dark. Oh, yeah, Pro Evolution Soccer and Yu-Gi-Oh! Then uh, who knows when, if ever, that will happen. Yeah. They like, I mean, because the thing with Kojima with PT and stuff, like, they have to see the popularity of that thing and be like, people they want have to this, see the popularity right? with every IP that they have. Every single IP that they have is hugely popular, and they're not doing anything about it, which is weird. Yeah. That's uh, just uh, they're they're dropping the bag, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, yeah, again, these are just rumors, um, yeah. This is and just a renewal of an of a trademark. Just basic stuff yeah. that could probably mean nothing or mean something. What I want to yeah. see is just I want to see something that would be great to see is uh, PlayStation buys Silent Hill IP or Konami's IP or something like that. You know what I mean? Which I they think, should. See, that's what that one is a bit tough because. A, they cannot buy Konami outright because Konami is no. so much bigger than games. People do not think of that. Yeah. So Sony, I don't, I don't think they want to take in all the other uh, markets that Konami is on. So then you go into, would Konami just sell their IP? And that's, I don't know if Konami would be willing to, to make a deal from the interest that they've shown on on their game so i don't know if that could ever happen yeah i don't know i don't know i guess we'll see i guess we'll see also as speaking of trademark renewal you don't have it here but apparently there was also a renewal for goldeneye with regards to software yeah i see amid that okay uh, because the ones i mentioned there were the only ones here in the article but i guess there was more than Oh no no no! Not connected to that one. I, oh, not connected to this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there was also a GoldenEye. No, because GoldenEye doesn't have to do with Konami. Uh, but yeah, apparently that happened this week, which that goes hand in hand with the rumors of a GoldenEye remake. Is GoldenEye rare? The game was developed by Rare. The the GoldenEye for Yarn 64 was developed by Rare. I don't know uh-huh. who developed the remake that we got. I see. Okay. All right, then. So one last what? thing on that yes. one. I think I think it was also mentioned in that 
the article we just read, but apparently someone else now owns the domain name for SilentHill.com. They bought it out. Uh, I, I guess when Konami oh. was sleeping and now yeah. someone else owns it. <laughs> someone so, bought SilentHill.com just to troll the publisher, it says here. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the The website now displays a single real tweet from Silent Hill 2 and 3's art director, Masahiro Ito, who said he regrets designing the series iconic villain pyramid head. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. What a troll, dude. Yeah. Ugh, I wonder how much money he's going to get from that. From that, I, from that website again it would depend on konami wanted to make a game i guess yeah i guess yeah. okay so let's move on to number three here everything at id at xbox id what does id stand for again i think it's id well i say id yeah id indie developers indie yeah, developers is a different thing at id software Insoft. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. And um, indie developers at Xbox Showcase. They had. A, I did not watch this. This was like very early in the morning, I think, or actually too early for me. It was. I think it was at 12 p.m. Eastern, <laughs> and I was probably just waking up. a good choice. So, it was also three hours long. These oh, are not shit. like a. Okay. This is not the like quick. Like yeah. here's a present. It's meant to be like a longer. Like let's you know. Yeah. Watch all the, that stuff. The the thing that I was looking out for in this one obviously was um is Tunic going to come out on Game Pass today? Cuz that's what it was coming out. At. The presentation was that day Tunic was supposed to drop that day and there was no information on it going to Game Pass and it was also not on the the store. So I figured they were going to announce that there and they did. They showed the Tunic here that was uh um, that's going to be released on Game Pass there. Um, but they also showed a bunch of other stuff. So let me open this uh, link here and go through. Um, I guess they start here. This is from Game Informer. Um, Wesley LeBlanc wrote this up here. Um, and I guess he puts the biggest announcement he here at the top, the biggest announcements. So we'll go through them. Did you get to watch this, Ignacio? No, I had no idea that it had happened no. until after it happened. Okay, so there's this one game here that I think looks cool, so I'll I'll just talk about that. But um, we got Inner Immortality, which is an interactive movie trilogy. So I guess similar to um, I actually don't know what it's similar to, but this is coming on Game Pass as well on launch day this summer. So we have that, and then Flintlock. The Siege of Dawn, which this looks cool to me. I thought this looked pretty cool. I saw the trailer for this. It's an open world action RPG, which is uh, which is always good. Um, and this is from the same team that made Ashen earlier. This is also coming to Game Pass um, later this year. Uh, and I thought it looked pretty cool. It's like this uh, girl that is holding like, you know, obviously a gun and she has like a wolf companion, wolf fox sort of spirit companion that that uh that does different attacks or whatever they didn't show any gameplay they just showed a trailer but i thought the the description of it looked pretty cool um so what else do we have here uh anything that you find uh um interesting ignacio you could point it out to um so the, one, the only one that sticks out to me is wrestle quest wrestle quest yeah, it is 
a wrestling uh, themed RPG. Like, like see themed RPG. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. It looks fun from the, the gameplay that I found. Oh, it has wrestling icons, Macho Man, Ron, Randy Savage, and Andre yep. the Giant. Look at that. Okay. And then... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> you were like, like wrestling icons, like Macho Man, Ron. <laughs> uh, yeah i messed up there i messed up there uh, um uh what else do we got uh we got those game pass announcements obviously tunic which came out that day um crusader kings 3 coming out march 29th and trek to sometime this spring which is coming to game pass we didn't know that until then right that's pretty cool um so we got trek to coming to game pass um, and then what else? In addition to new announcements and Xbox Game Pass reveals, two montages were shown during the showcase featuring the following games. Paradise Killer, which is available now, actually. Kraken Academy, available March 22nd. Beacon Pines, sometime in the future. Citizen Sleeper, sometime in the future. I don't know any of these. These are all a bunch of indie games. Um, and then what else do we have? They just got a spring game spotlight, and for that said, I mean, I didn't, I didn't get to watch this, but I, the, the one thing that I saw was Flintlock, the Siege of Dawn, which I thought looked cool. Um, is there anything here that you thought looked cool, Kyle? Um, I, I, well, of course, I'm interested in Trek to Yomi. It sounds yeah. like the way they advertised Crusader Kings Three was pretty cool. Uh, they got mm. T Pain to to do, do, do some Interesting. stuff with that, um, which I've I've heard good things about that g- g- game. Um, none of these necessarily appeal to me specifically, though. I think c- c- Cursed to g- g- Golf uh, could be fun for mm. a lot of people. It's a golf g- game, of course, as the name implies. Uh, but it sounds like there's going to be all sorts of shenanigans and hazards and wizards and magic and mm-hmm. you know, who knows what so good stuff cool good fun cool, stuff cool cool all right so there you have it everything announced at id at xbox id at xbox sorry id at xbox that wasn't everything but there's a bunch of stuff there so look that up if you want so let's move on to number four here moon studios the creators of ori called an oppressive place to work so i'm just now for the first time seeing this um as we put it in here um and i thought moon studios worked remote so that's my thoughts off the off the title you so are i guess we'll read this i guess we'll they read do. this and i'll see what it, what what it, what it's what they're talking about um yeah, so they do work remote then. So let me let me just read this here then. So this is from Venture Beat Team Dean Takahashi. Um says here, uh gaming fans know Moon Studios for its amazing Ori games with beautiful art and emotional stories. But a number of current and former employees consider the Ori studio an oppressive place to work. That is according to Games Beat's interviews with Moon developers. Moon developers told GamesBeat that they found the studio's culture oppressive. 
They alleged that the leaders used calls for an open and honest workplace as a pretense for abuse. The founders criticized the work of employees in public chats and were stingy with praise. So far, no one is suing or claiming unlawful behavior, but many workers are fed up with what they see as inappropriate behavior by the founders. Um, what kind of inappropriate behavior? Let me look at this up. So I, I didn't put it in the, the little write-up here mm-hmm. and haul it out, but they have examples in there of just blatant racism, uh, <laughs> and anti-Semitism, uh, just all, all sorts of stuff. Oh, I see. Um, okay, I, look, so look. As an example, Mailer and Coral regularly made unprofessional offensive comments uh, in quotations. Tyler is the only person who is aware of my devious plans to kill the Jews by making them work to death through game development. Uh, Mailer joked in a text chat that was available for anyone in the company to read. Um... One developer said the chat was rough because the founders felt free to make jokes about their penis sizes. Um, what else do we have here? Yeah, it just looks like a bunch of assholes pretty much, I guess. Um, we don't believe the experiences suggested by your questions are representative of more than 80. Oh, this is a... Oh, this is them responding to this. Okay. I mean, yeah, looks like a bunch of bunch of asshole stuff to say. Let me see. It's an impressive workplace for sure, but it's hard to pinpoint one thing because in isolation, all of these incidents, if they happen once, you would think they are small things. When you're dealing with that for multiple years, you're going to see the decline of people's mental health. I can say that for myself personally. I was properly messed up after we finished. I've never been depressed until that moment. I lost my passion for my job because they drummed it out of me. That sucks. That's pretty. That's pretty uh, horrible. Just another one. You know what I mean? It's just a uh, uh, another place that sucks to work at. It kind of makes you not want to work in the video game industry. You know what I mean? So that sucks to see um, that there's so many places that uh, that you would think have a good like Moon Studios. I thought had just you know a great work environment. They're always they've always been remote. Um, they all just have good teamwork, you know, they, they're making these incredible games all fully remote. So they're, they have great communication, but, uh, I guess not. So, oh, well, anything that Ignacio? No, you said it all. The first one that I, I, I had seen with this story that it was also something with Microsoft. Really? About the relationship with Microsoft. Was that a little beep on your end? Who's that? I heard a little beep, a little beeping. Uh-uh. Was that you, Kyle? I no, didn't hear no, it. My microphone has been off. But uh, no, so they, I mean, they've been making games for Microsoft. I don't, I don't think they're exclusive, though. They're independent. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah. But I... I God, now now that you say that, though, I think there was some other story about a Microsoft studio. And the culture was not great, but I mean, it, so it, it might be this this next st- story that we're talking about. Oh, here, but, OK. Uh, so, yeah, let's move on to that then. I'm not sure. Uh, so no, yeah, uh, wait for uh, before yeah. we move on. 
for the moon thing the only thing in the article that i can see regarding microsoft is that uh moon studio wasn't particularly very good at keeping timetables keeping their things Mm. for for when they for the times assigned to them so that created friction with microsoft interesting because the studio put kind of like quality before uh Mm. the deadlines so interesting i see i see okay so speaking of Microsoft, of course, let's uh, go on to the next article. Um, we've seen massive exits from Xbox's studio, The Initiative, which we have yet to see anything uh, from them yet. Uh, this is from Video Games We Chronicle. do know one thing about the, uh, the Initiative is yeah, the we, Perfect Dark reboot. We, know, we haven't seen uh, that come out yet or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Andy Robinson wrote this up over on Video Games Chronicle. Um, Xbox's The Initiative Studio has seen a fast and furious wave of senior departures in the past 12 months, VGC has learned. As much as half of the core development team known to be working on the upcoming Perfect Dark reboot quit the company during the last year, or around 36 people, analysis of employee LinkedIn profiles has, has revealed. That includes most of the initiative's senior design team, including game director Dan Newberger, uh, design director Drew Murray, lead level designer Chris O'Neill, principal world builder Jolien Myers, um, two senior system designers, a group of three former God of War designers, and more. And the turnover of top talent doesn't end in design. Perfect Dark's two most senior writers also recently quit analysis shows, along with the project's technical director, tech art director, lead gameplay engineer, lead animator, QA lead, and more. That's everybody, dude. The whole studio left. What's going on here? The timing of the departures coincides with the September 2021 announcement that Crystal Dynamics had signed to co-develop Perfect Dark. Interesting. This, combined with the few job roles currently advertised at the initiative, suggests that the Tomb Raider developer is likely taking much stronger lead than first thought on the project. So I don't think they're leaving. I think they're being let go. What do you guys think? I think they're being let go. Ignacio, are you eating? Ignacio. Are you eating? God, Ignacio is eating on the podcast. (laughs) What? Not engaged in the conversation at all. (laughs) What are you eating? Show me what you're eating. Show me the sandwich. (laughs) Sandwich and full, full mouth. He said that was his mouth full, dude. No. Sandwich. <laughs> Sandwich. I, I only did it because you could clearly see that I was eating and you kept going at, at me. Ignacio, you're, you're, on <laughs> you're on video. You're on video. Of course, I see that There's you're There's a video eating. version of this podcast. And then yeah, I'm literally, yeah, I was, engaged. I was I'm nodding. I'm literally asking, what do you guys think? And you're still chewing up a storm, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, you didn't have to ask Kyle. You can clearly see how I was eating. Kyle's packing right now, dude. No, yeah. I think this is a, I think they're letting these people go. What do you think? I oh, don't no. necessarily agree. <laughs> no, okay, 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 yeah, go go eat. Go go have your little lunch, Ignacio. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, I I don't work there. I don't know what's 
happening. But mm-hmm. I that's the thing is Crystal Dynamics they they're not in charge. They don't own the IP. Yeah. So they 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 can't really be the like. Hey, well, we don't like the way you're doing this, so you guys are all let go, 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 go here. Mm-hmm. Th- those decisions would come from Microsoft. higher up, or from the yeah, from Microsoft or yeah. the 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 lead team. But it's the lead team that's leaving. So exactly, I, yeah. It's like I yeah, it's kind of wild to see all of that, and I I just it it makes me think that they really. There's, they don't know what they want to do with this. Yeah, game it, it is. It is very weird because the initiative was going to be Microsoft's, on their own words, quadruple A studio. Yeah, they really ate their words. Dude. Yeah. So really? this was going to be Microsoft's big studio, like comparing it to Santa Monica, Sony Santa Monica, and Sony and all other stuff. So yeah, it, it is weird that now it looks like square enix is hitting more and more of the project to the point that it seems like at some point the initiative is just going to disappear yeah because it is now turning into a into a square enix project not a the initiative studio because the initiative is slowly disappearing so Slight c- what correction. Does that it's Crystal Dynamics. Oh, Crystal Dynamics. Sorry. Like, yeah, because yeah, it Crystal would still Dynamics. be published by Microsoft unless yeah, they work it, out some other deal there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it is very weird, and also if you add to that the track oh. record of of Microsoft exclusive games from from their own studios. Do they have very bad luck in, in this department? Because the this their strategy now seems to be now that they are going to be buying studios that are already established and putting out games, and that seems to be working for them. But now, but then they also have the studio that they built, and it's slowly falling down. So yeah, it's tough. Their bad luck. It is hard for Microsoft because we're seeing like they have a lot of first party teams that haven't done anything yet. Like they, yeah. like they're doing. We know they're doing stuff, but they haven't released anything yet. We have freaking who who is who do we have that's like the MVP right now for that? I think they have Obsidian, three, four, three. but they have Obsidian right now that literally released. Um, what is it? Well, um, uh, the Outer Worlds, Outer which Worlds. was a game that they were working on before being acquired and so then that was the, a multi-platform uh, game oh it's so just that go, they announced avowed and outer worlds 2 at the same yeah, time so, so like, if you go yeah. into the the studios that are prior to the bethesda and, and activision acquisitions uh-huh. you have 343 which is working mm-hmm. on halo which that took a while they have playground games which are the ones making uh making Fable. forza Unfable, but Unfable, yeah. they have been making the Forza games, so you mm-hmm. have them being kind of like their constant pillar of outputting games. Mm-hmm. They have Rare, which made Sea of Thieves and is working now on another game, but, but Sea of Thieves. That one, the one that they made Everwild, they said they just restarted it or something, right? Oh, I think yeah, they, like they that. had the, it, that one. Rare was doing Everwild, but then they just had to completely restart, I think, or something like that that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they're just not having some good luck with these. They have the Hellblade people, which again, they they were making multi-platform games before being acquired. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else wait, do they have? The what's the zombie game? The zombie? Oh, State of Decay. State I, of I, Decay. I they have them. Yeah, I don't know what they're called though. What that studio is? Yeah. But yeah, this, it's like but yeah. I mean, they if they yeah. Uh, these games, I mean, all the games they, that they're working on look good. They all look great. Yeah. But we just have to see them. We haven't seen and them. And they yet. have all their fronts covered with Bethesda and yeah. in the future Activision, but those are established studios that have still the momentum that they, they've had through all, all these years. So yeah, you have that that's working very well, but then you have them building a studio of their own that is now slowly falling down, slowly crumbling. That's 36 people, dude. That's a lot of people to lose in like a year. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's like an exodus of something. I don't know. Something's going on there that, that we don't know of. So I guess we'll see if the initiative ends up staying like the quadruple A studio that they wanted it to stay as. Um, that they wanted it to be, I mean. So I mm. guess we'll... We'll see what happens there. Um, but yeah, uh, yep. I guess we'll see what happens when Perfect Dark uh, comes out, if it ever does, the reboot. Uh, we'll see. Um, so what? That is all we have for the big news here, my friends. So let's move on to the new and notable. I'll do it. I'll do it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Ignacio. You could eat your sandwich. Okay, fine. I was about to worry about it. Uh, I guess uh, now I shouldn't. Uh, uh, I was actually going to... You know what I wanted to do? I wanted to cut new and notable. And what I wanted to do is at the end, when we do what are we looking forward to this week, I want to say, what game are you looking forward to that's coming out soon? I wanted to get that from each of us. So we all have one little game to highlight. You know what I mean? I felt like doing that instead of having a new and notable. How do you feel about that, Kyle? What do you think about that? Excellent, uh, So, I don't mind cutting new and notable. I think the information is helpful just to give people a heads up. But the thing is, if I'm not interested in any of the games coming out this week, right? I, yeah. So you well, say something I, different. I would have nothing to but say says, there. Well, that's why it's the question. What are you looking forward to this week? Oh, what if, and then also, what, if there's a, what game are you looking forward to? What if there's a game soon? that no one's interested in? Well, you guys aren't gamers then. Um, right here, first the new and notable. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe's Booster Course Pass Wave 1 is now available and includes these eight courses. Paris Promenade. Toad Circuit. Choco Mountain. Coconut Hall, Tokyo Blur, Shroom Ridge, Sky Garden, Ninja Hideaway. Rune Factory 5 is coming to Switch on March 22nd. The Ascent, which is on Xbox Game Pass, is now coming to Sony consoles, PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 on March 24th. Ghostwire Tokyo, believe it or not, has not been delayed at all, and it is coming out March 25th. 
Another one coming out March 25th is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Did I say Ghostwire Tokyo is on PlayStation 5 and PC? Kirby and the Forgotten Land is on Switch, and that is coming out the same day as Ghostwire Tokyo. March 25th, so you got to make a decision. Ghostwire Tokyo or Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Which one are you choosing, Ignacio? Both. Okay, all right. Big money balling over here, guys. You have Gran Turismo? No. Well, fake rich guy. Tiny Tina's <laughs> Wonderland is also coming out March 25th for all consoles, except Google Stadia and Amazon Luna. Um, oh, is she? Are you getting this one as well? No, no. Oh, so not. It's not on Stadia, so I'm not kidding. Oh, it's not on Stadia? Okay. And then we also got Crusader Kings 3 coming to next-gen consoles or current-gen consoles, PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S on March 29th. That is also going to be on Game Pass. Super Massive Games announced The Quarry, a spiritual successor to Until Dawn, launching in June. So this is not part of the... What is it? The nope, anthology? it isn't part of uh, the... What's Dark it called? Tisha, Dark Tisha's Tisha's anthology. Yeah, so the this is... Bandai Namco. So they said this is separate. This is more of a successor to Until Dawn, a spiritual successor to Until Dawn, and it looks absolutely incredible, let me tell you. I saw the trailer for it. Um, a bunch of Hollywood actors again for this one. Uh, Ariel Winter, David Arquette, Justice Smith, Brenda Song. Heck yeah. So, Ashley Tisdale in House of Ashes, Brenda Song in The Quarry, London Tipton, or what's the other one? What's her name? I forgot her name. Uh, Maddie something. Matt. London Tipton is Brenda Song. It's Brenda Song, yeah. Sharpay? That's High School Musical. That's High School Musical. Ah, oh, gosh. What's her name in it? I forgot. Maddie something. Maddie? Uh, I think. Maddie. Oh, gosh. And then Ubisoft's Roller Champions game has been delayed to late spring. I've never heard of Roller Champions. Uh, It sounds familiar. I vaguely remember the game. Hold on. Hold on. What? What? Um, Sweet Lives of Zach and Cody. Um, Maddie Fitzpatrick. I would not have remembered that, but it's Maddie. Ashley Tisdale in House of Ashes and uh, Brent Song in The Quarry. Very yeah. looking forward to that one. That game looked great. Um, but that is it for the new and notable. Since Alan is a fool, I will not say his line. Um, I am uh, striking from that. So that's new and notable. We'll go to the lightning round now. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. It's okay. Uh, (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. First up, we have the announcement that both Arceus and Darkrai are are now obtainable on Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Good. I believe for Arceus, you need to have purchased or played Pokemon Legends Arceus to make him available. For Darkrai, I'm not sure, but it might be the the same uh, deal for that one. Cool. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, uh, next a Plague Tale TV a show. A game that no one cares about is, is getting a TV show. Oh, uh, how very exciting. How very exciting is this? Right? 
Plague Tale. I think yeah. a lot of people should know about this game more. So for I'm excited. Once, I played once. I'm excited for this one. I, I need to go and play the, the whole thing of the f- first one because I want to play the s- second one, which is wow. in the works. But it's good enough that it's getting a TV show too. Hell yeah! Heck yeah! yeah man. A lot of games are getting. No, TV I'm telling shows, you, this they? game is a good. This game has a good story. Like I'm, uh, I'm very glad that it's getting a TV show. I don't know on what or where. Like uh, no information on it. Um, just one guy saying I'm honored to work on the ab- adaptation as a TV series of a Plague Tale. Matthew Turi. Matthew Turi. French website Alicine announced that the extraordinary medieval fantasy world will be adapted into a TV series with plans to keep the show closer to its setting and to the game's original Bordeaux-based developer, Asobo. Okay, cool. Oh, it's going to be like a French TV show. Rather than... Doesn't it take place in France? Yeah, so they're keeping it yeah. there rather than being handed over to any of the U.S. production studios that have shown interest. Interesting. Okay. That looks cool. That sounds cool. Speaking of friends, Ubisoft is aiming to make games with limitless worlds. Thank you. Thanks to new text colors. This is what they're meant for. They need to make MMOs. They're already there. Ubisoft is already there with the big worlds, with a shit ton of useless stuff to do. Just let everybody be there. And it's an MMO. Do you think that's what uh, they mean by limitless? An, an MMO? I saw someone tweet that maybe they're making MMOs. Um, and I was like, that's probably what that means, to be honest with you. Like, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't see why not. Like, if they are, they have like, they have the base level for it, you know? All they need to do is add that massive multiplayer aspect. That's all they need to do. Add, add, that, add that massive multiplayer aspect, slap. Tom Clancy's name in there, and you got a game. No, make an Assassin's Creed MMO, and that is going to be successful. Do you think that that could... I think it could. Wait, no, didn't they announce an uh, Assassin's Creed game they... that was uh, kind of sounding like an MMO, maybe? <sighs> it was going to be something like that, where they just keep adding to it, and it was just going to be yeah, Assassin's yeah. Creed Infinity or something, yeah. where it's just like, that's the Assassin's Creed game, and it'll just keep getting added to. They make that an MMO. I think it could do well if they pull it off. If they pull it off, that could be a really good, cool, cool game. That could be a really cool game. But they're not going to because Ubisoft. We shall see what the Tom Clancy's MMO game will look like. I guess so. Next up, Microsoft is removing direct to Twitter sharing features from Xbox consoles. As soon as PlayStation got it, they said no. Wow. PlayStation has had it for a while. Oh, it's the one that, well, PlayStation added the one where you could, remember that we did it with Alan, where uh, you no, send it to your added, phone or something? Yeah, your screenshots go directly to the phone app. Oh, but Yeah, so, no, you've been able to share to Twitter since the PS4. Yeah, 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 directly from know, PlayStation. PS3, PS4. Okay. Oh, so they're removing direct to Twitter from the console. Okay. Yeah. Because everyone uses their phones, I guess, now for it. I use a Twitter PlayStation thing once in a while. Well, now you have your phone. I don't know if you've ever seen me tweet about my battle, my, uh, what they call the Victory Royale in Fortnite. No. No. Uh, Never. Uh, that's weird. That's weird, yeah. Weird. You sure. claim to play uh, Fortnite. 
Oh, yeah, I play every single yet. day. 40 hours I, a day. And yet I, I haven't gotten any invitations from you. 20 hours a day I play. Interesting. I never see you You've on. You've never hit me out to play. Never see you on. I'm always on. Never see you. Moving on. <laughs> Grand Turismo 7 single player, which requires a constant internet connection, has or was left unplayable for about a day after the 1.07 update. However, the problem was fixed with update 1.08. Nice. Good. Thanks. Yeah. I know, Gino, that uh, affected your, your day yeah. the other day, so... Uh, couldn't I'm go to my you are now able to play. Couldn't go to my GT daily 7. cafe. My daily cafe, you know. Yeah, you with all your yeah, money. Yeah, eat the rich, right? <laughs> right. That's that's what yeah. we were supposed to do. With exactly. One hundred percent. That. So yeah, I, I, I put that one on there because I thought it was kind of wild that they like do this this update and something that they didn't catch in testing, like just completely renders it like unplayable. legitimately yeah. unplayable. Uh, no. And it got stuck like that for a day. They were just like, "Oh, uh, shit." Well, <laughs> yeah. guess we need to fix that. <laughs> I hate it when games do that when it requires constant internet connection, even though you are not using it. Yeah, and making it making it unplayable when you cannot access it. Yeah, and uh, so on. Stupid Elden Ring. Ah, <sighs> fucking Elden Ring. Moving on, the new Resident Evil show is hitting Netflix on July 14. We also got a synopsis of the game in in the a synopsis of the show in case you are interested in that. We don't have it here, but it is out there somewhere. Yeah. Tencent has bought a majority. You took way too long, Ignacio, from the end of the Resident Evil story to Tencent. That was like two seconds. Tencent has bought a majority stake in Tequila Works, Theaters of Rhyme. Uh, Tencent keeps on going up more stake in the games. They sure do. Uh, Gino, I know you have stakes in so many ventures and studios yeah. and whatever. What are your thoughts? I'm battling Tencent day by day. Absolutely yeah. battling them for all these studios and all this stuff. They took right from me. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. gonna You seem to be losing quite a lot. Tencent uh, keeps on buying yeah, people. They keep because uh, uh, the thing is we both have the same inside men. You know what I mean? And whoever yeah. tells whenever they tell me something, Tencent immediately gobbles up gobbles them up as soon as I hear about it too. You know, so it's yeah. tough. It's tough, man. Yeah, it's tough. I, I'm I'm sure it's also tough not having enough money to compete with them. No, uh, that's not. Speaking problem. of money, and speaking of having enough money, the Uncharted movie passed 300 million worldwide, exceeding every Tomb Raider film. Wow! Why do they gotta uh, say that? Why do they gotta say that? Why do they gotta say exceeding every Tomb Raider? Like, why can't they just say any why. other movie? You know what? Any other movie. Exceeding every um, other movie that's made less than three hundred million, like something else. Why are they comparing this to is Tomb the Raider? One they, they, because it's the same genre. <laughs> yeah, dummy. Video game to movie. It's basic. They're both basically Indiana Jones ripoffs. Right? I like Alicia Vikander. Tomb Raider movie is great. I'm sorry to tell you, I've seen that movie. It was fine. It was fun, but uh, I would say that the, the Uncharted movie was better. It was an entertaining it. film. And if you haven't seen it, 
you should definitely go watch it. Okay. EA has removed Russia and Belarus as eligible countries in their esports program. Man, it really just Once feels like everyone's like, again. I'm not your friend anymore, Russia. Like, that's yeah. what it just looks like now. And that's, yeah. that's great. Another day, another company pulling out of Russia. I don't want to be your friend I'm anymore. Like uh, keep going. Uh, you want me to you take over? Going. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what do we got here? EA Play Live has been canceled this year. Um, as we know, uh, Austin Creed uh, hosted it, and he hosted it so poorly that they decided to cancel it. Um, wow, I'm that. clipping that out and telling him you said that. Oh, I'm only saying that because uh, Game Over Greggy said that after two successful years of him hosting it. Um, Austin Creed uh, uh, hosted it, and then they got got canceled. So that's uh, tough. That's tough to hear. Yeah. Um, again, adding to Greg's ego, a hundred percent, always and forever. Yeah, tough, tough. That's tough. Um, what else yeah. do we got here? Um, after EA Play Live has been canceled, Elden Ring has sold twelve million copies. And you know what they decided to do after they heard that from software? You know what they decided to do? They were like, "Wow, a lot of people are liking this game. Maybe it's too easy." Let's uh, let's patch everything so that it's hard now, so that people would stop playing it, and that's exactly what they've done. They patched every build that was worth anything, and they made it impossible. They also have horrible connection with the uh, adding your friends and stuff, and it's just it's just so hard. They just made it harder because it was too easy. Who was it that? Put out a video today that, that that made that joke. I think it was Mighty Keith where he said that uh, they they made a, a game that was accessible for for all. Another they sold twelve million. They decided to take that back. Yeah, <laughs> I bet that's exactly what they did. As soon as they they sold that, it said, "Oh, they've sold so many copies. It's the most successful uh, game." They patched it. They were like, "All right, now we're gonna patch it." You guys are having yeah. too much fun. You guys are having yeah. too much good times with this game. Everyone's talking way too good about it. So we're going to make it harder. Gino, Gino it is an online that, game. They have to make scene, it fair and balanced. It's that scene from Remember the Titans where he's, he, he's, he's like, you think football is fun? He's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I think football is fun. He's like, no, football is not fun. Football is no fun, sir. <laughs> you think Elden Ring is fun and accessible? Yeah. That's no. Exa- that's Video games are hard. <laughs> that's exactly what happened there. But you know, um, yeah. Elden Ring is an online game. They had to make it firm and balanced, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't care. It doesn't matter. What, why do they patch the things that you could cheese? You know what I mean? Why do you got to make it to where like Ignacio's having a hard time with this fire giant, right? Yeah. He's having a hard time. It would time. be so much easier if they hadn't. If my, my with, specific before build. the patch, I guess I feel like I did it after the patch, but I was able to cheese that boss. And yeah. hey, if that's in the and game. I tried it. I, I tried the cheese strategy twice. If that's in the game, work. then it's, it's, yeah. it's great. And I still had fun doing that. Killing the boss like that. And the thing you is, know? the thing is that they have 
they nerf the weapons, they have an anti-cheating system because they are claiming that it is an online game, and yet it does everything in its power to make playing online difficult. Yeah. They just want it to be hard. They don't want to yeah. be this, this popular kid, you know, with such a cool game that everyone wants to play. They want yeah. it to be hard and impossible, and they want people to get annoyed. Oh, the shits are coming, so we got we to gotta go. Okay. Um, that was everything from the lightning round. That's everything we got for you guys over here on the dock. That has been our episode. Ignacio, what are you looking forward to this week? Hopefully beating the fire giant. Okay. okay. Ah, God. <laughs> uh, and if I do that and I uh, manage to beat the game, uh, Ghostwire, man. Oh, Ghostwire okay. coming out on Friday. And excellent, excellent. Maybe even Kirby Friday. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Not Tiny yep. Tina's, huh? Um, no. So I am looking forward to, let me see here. Hmm. Hmm. Hopefully I guess beating Elden Ring and... and and uh, deleting it after that, just uh, finishing it up, you know, maybe come back to it at a later date and playing around there, um, playing some more Tunic, um, and then just having to make the decision between Ghostwire, Kirby, and Tiny Tina's, you know, because I got to make the decision there. Which one am I going to invest think my time You would go into? for a Tiny Tina? I would. It looks great. I think Tiny Tina's looks pretty cool. looks pretty cool. So I, I would do want to play that one. But I guess we'll see what happens then. Yep. Um, and of yep. course, you guys can find me over on Twitter at Gino underscore V Terry. Ignacio, where can people find you? Should we should we they add can... Kyle here? I don't know if I, oh, we should. I do have some things to say at the end here. Okay, so. go ahead. Uh, well, Ignacio, our our yeah, Ignacio, where can they find you <laughs> on the internet? Okay, I guess so. uh, they can find me on Twitter at Ignacio Rojas B. That's I G N A C I O R O J A S B. All right, go ahead. Let it spill, Kyle. Go. Uh, yeah, so next week on here on the podcast, I'm gonna be traveling. Uh, I'm not gonna have access to my main computer, so the show may look different. We might be recording on a different day than normal as well. Uh, so just a heads up for all of that. I'm going to be moving. And I guess oh, next oh. time you see me, I'll try to have my stream room kind of set up ish. Yeah. It's also, probably going to be a work in progress. So next week, yeah. you might not look at all the podcast. Yeah, it might be in an audio only podcast, which yes. is kind of what I was alluding to. It will still be up on youtube but uh oh yeah next week i will have our i will not be beautiful faces so it might just end up being ignacio and alan just so you guys know so very different episode there for you guys very fun see who hosts that right we should let them do it kyle we should let them do it we should see two weeks ago (laughs) it was me and kyle (laughs) this week it's me and chino for the most part yeah i feel like we should i'm not gonna be here next week uh it's my birthday as well so I will be uh, celebrating that. With, what better way to celebrate it um, than being at a Bad Bunny concert? You know what I'm saying? Heck yeah. Well, happy early birthday, then. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and uh, I guess Kyle, where can people find you on the internet? At Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. 
All right. And you guys can find all of us over at the whatnots, all one word on Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, podcast service of choice. All the good stuff. All the good stuff you will find us there. But today, tonight, whatever time you're listening to this too, this has been Crossplay and you have been played. Goodbye. Say bye, Ignacio. Say it for people listening. Bye. Wow, your mic was muted, you freaking fool. It wasn't muted. Okay.